0: Welcome to Pain Hour with Pat and Henry. (laughs) Everything hurts. Everything hurts all the time. (laughs) Um, So welcome to the Fitness Roundtable. If you're new, go away. If you've been here before, (laughs) thank you. Um, So tonight we're going to talk about pain. Both the science of it, why people write such horrible... Songs about pain. I'm kidding. Um, Why we love pain. The science of it. and um, In a purely sexual way. In a purely sexual, sadomasochistic <laughs> way. The origins of the term masochism. <laughs> and no, we're going to talk about the science of pain, uh, how pain manifests itself, what it does in your brain, what it does to your brain, and how your body changes because of it or despite of it so i I'm gonna be honest I'm far from an expert on this. I am very much was raised in the rub some dirt on it um, <laughs> school of thought or walk it off school of thought um, or as we like to call it having Irish parents. Um, so Henry's really the expert on this so this this episode might kind of take on an interviewee type feel, but you guys will be all the better for it. Um, so would you like to introduce the topic further
1: than that? Pain is crazy. But let
0: me say, <laughs>
1: <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Uh, so pain is pain is crazy. Uh, it doesn't really work the way that we've been taught. Uh, so say you give me an injury. So uh,
0: ACL like, tear. All right. So say you take. Are we looking for something less?
1: Stop. No, tell. This, this is good. So, say you tear your ACL, which is a ligament in your knee, uh, okay, so you tear the ligament and nerves in your ligament start to get excited and they start sending signals to your brain, right? And those signals, um, the type of signal is called nociception. So it's threat perception, mm-hmm. um, from certain nerves in your body. And they kind of let the brain know that something is going on in that area. And now what the brain has to do is decide what's going on and what to do about it. So the sensation that you're getting from the body part that got hurt isn't pain. It's just a signal. It's like like a flashing light. Okay. And your brain's like, why is that light flashing? So let's go back to the ACL example. Say you're running, you're playing soccer and you go to cut. And you tear your ACL and you hear pop Mm -hmm. and everyone, everyone stops and looks at you like, oh God, and you're looking around at everyone and you're like, oh shit, something bad definitely just happened. Like I heard the pop. I was making the cut. (laughs) Everyone looks really concerned and you crumple on the ground and that's when, you know, pain hits you. Yeah. Because your brain's like, look, I got all these context clues. Like I know something bad just happened. I heard the pop. And I know it's in the knee and I just got to be something bad. Yeah. And it just, it just got that warning light from the ACL. So it's like connect the dots. That's, you know, something just happened there. We're going to feel pain in the knee now. Yeah. Now let's take, um, a different example. So you have a little shoulder injury, right?
0: Yeah. I have a, a ligament damage from, I don't even know from when. All I know is it happened a long time ago and I was not made aware of it until about three years ago.
1: Right, and when did the pain start?
0: There's no pain. There's a little bit of discomfort, but okay. there's never been any pain. And like I said, I don't, re- I don't even remember having.
1: You don't remember an any injury, a-
0: anything that could have caused an injury like this, right? I mean, it might have been. My theory is that it was going up for a head ball and clanging shoulders, and maybe we clanged heads, and I got cricked a little bit too far to one side. Right, right. But I have no idea.
1: Right. So you have it was a,
0: it was a big surprise to me when
1: he told me that. Right. Yeah. So, the way that we think about pain is that pain comes from an injury. Yeah. Right? So, pain would come from your tendon getting...
0: Whatever happened to it, yeah.
1: Yeah. It would come from getting torn. But if that was true, then you definitely would have felt pain when the tendon tendon was injured. Yeah. So, pain doesn't come from the injury. Mm -hmm. It comes from your brain's response to contact. So, is that
0: kind of like when a kid falls... And everyone around him exactly. goes, you're okay, you're okay, you're that okay. So he perfect, doesn't cry. Perfect. Example. Yeah.
1: Perfect example. Kid falls, scrapes their knee, looks at the knee, looks at the parents, and they're like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Yeah. And when the parents look concerned, the kid's like, well, I'm definitely hurt. Yeah. That's when the pain kicks in and they start crying. Yeah. So, but if the parents go,
0: you're cool, it's fine. The yeah. kid will just brush it off.
1: Yeah, that's right. Give him a high five. That's yeah. Why the, that's why the the rub some dirt on it philosophy Actually, kind of works. Yeah. in a weird way. Like, it's not always a good thing to do. Yeah, because you have to kind of listen to pain. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, for for like a timid or chronic pain person. Yeah, you have to kind of start to integrate and like be like, okay, like I'm. Fine. I'm
0: not this fragile little ballerina. Right,
1: right, right. Like I can get hurt sometimes. No, no offense way. to
0: ballerinas, they're anything but fragile. But I was thinking, like you know, a little porcelain ballerina. That's right. That breaks when you
1: fall when it falls. So. Pain comes from the brain. Mm-hmm. And that's the easiest way that I can put it. Pain comes from the brain. And so another cool little example is called phantom pain. Have you mm-hmm. heard of phantom pain? Phantom
0: pain is when someone has had something amputated but they still feel pain in that, where the limb should be.
1: Right. And this is another way that we can prove that pain doesn't come from nerves in your body. Yeah. So th- say you got your right arm amputated. Uh, phantom pain would be your right hand hurts. Yeah. Like, well, you don't have it's it. It's not there. there. Yeah. You don't even have that nerve
0: anymore. Yeah. it's It's gone. It's your brain signal- sending mixed up signals, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's sending, because at one point that right hand was there in your brain when your mm-hmm. brain developed. Yeah. Right. So it has that nerve input, like your, your right hand still has a space in the brain. Yeah. So it can still feel pain in the right hand yeah but the right hand isn't there mm-hmm. so it's not coming the pain isn't coming from the body yeah it's therefore a sensation that the that the brain produces mm-hmm. that says you know hey you idiot look out <laughs> like yeah something's going on and it's right here yeah and it's it'll direct you in the you know this is hurt yeah so people who can't feel pain um they might you know like you get stabbed in the back of a bar and you can't feel pain, mm-hmm. like you're just gonna be walking around bleeding, you know, like yeah. you're not gonna know that you got stabbed. Like that's a horrible thing. You need yeah. to you need to be able to feel pain. Uh, pain's a good thing because it lets you know that something bad is happening. Yeah. But it can also be bad because pain is super psychological mm-hmm. and it can stick around for longer than it should.
0: And I'm guessing it can bleed over into other aspects of your psychology. <laughs> Absolutely. not just your physical being.
1: So one of the coolest things that I've read about pain, uh, there's actually a study where they took people who were going through like emotionally traumatic periods in their life mm-hmm. where, you know, maybe they just went through a divorce or they lost someone close to them. Yeah. Um, and the researchers gave them Advil. And they reported that they started to feel better. Mm-hmm. So... Did I,
0: they tell them it was Advil? I, they, I don't, I don't know okay.
1: Yeah. They might have been a placebo. Hopefully it was placebo controlled. But so they're, you know, you have people taking Advil and you say, why do you feel better emotionally? Yeah. Well, that gives you like the coolest connection in pain science. Mm-hmm. That, like this huge breakthrough where you start to realize that the pain that you feel emotionally is actually the same pain that you would feel from an injury, mm-hmm. which is crazy right so when you dull the pain with advil the physical pain or so we just pain so we, in general so we thought yeah before you gave people the advil yeah and prove that the physical pain and the emotional pain are just they're just pain yeah they're the same thing so if you dull that if you dull that pain receptor if you dull that pain center in your brain with a pain pill yeah then you're going to feel less of
0: so I was gonna, I was gonna say this earlier. I mean, if if, if all the studies are pointing towards brain or pain or, originating in the brain, what role do painkillers play now? You know, because it seems like it, I mean that's they're pretty readily subscribed for physical injuries, right? Are you say do you think there's a better way to go about things? I mean, obviously pushing aside the whole narcotic it's so aspect of it. So
1: the, just from from a treatment perspective, I mean, right, right. No, the the narcotics work. Better, they're definitely easier. Yeah, than like sitting someone down and explaining to them what pain is, how it works. Yeah, change uh, your perception uh, of yeah, it. How, how to change, you know, how to stay calm and like that's tons of training where you can just give someone a pill
0: and,
1: and they instant relief. Right, and the the pain is working at the brain level. Hmm. I mean the 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 drug is yeah the drug is you no know, you're talking about neurotransmitters mm-hmm. neurochemicals Um. So, yeah, it's easier to give someone a pain pill, but, like, you shouldn't be on a pain pill your whole life.
0: Yeah. A lot of people are, though. A lot of people are. You know, are. a lot of people are. And a lot of, a people, lot of people are on people are. pain pills for minor reasons. Oh, yeah.
1: You but, know? hey, uh, going back to the Advil study, you give someone a painkiller, they're going to feel good. Yeah. They're not going to feel that emotional pain. Well,
0: if it's with the narcotic ones, because they're fucking high, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, like a painkiller is doing your pain. Yeah. You can't feel bad. Like, you can't feel emotional pain yeah painkiller so like what's not to like (laughs) you feel good yeah that feels pretty good um so i can definitely see how it it would be super super addictive psychologically yeah not just physically yeah
0: um so how does pain actually change does it change the chemistry of your brain or does it just change the way your brain
1: it perceives the nervous? Stimulus. It, it actually changes... It changes a lot. So it... It basically puts your brain into threat perception mode. Mm-hmm. Like something is wrong mode. Yeah. And that can... That has like a myriad of effects. And the, the best way I've ever heard this explained was by a guy named David Butler. Who's like one of the leading pain scientists in the world. Mm-hmm. And he explains it as the weather in your brain. So... Um, pain and depression kind of go hand in hand and depression is a mood state. Mm-hmm. So whereas you might feel sad that's an emotion, sadness passes within a few minutes or hours. Depression is something that stays yeah. for days, however weeks, long. months, however. Yeah. Um, and depression is a culmination of bad feelings, you know, pain, fear, anxiety, yeah. like it's everything at once. So that's that's your thunderstorm. That's your storm cloud. Yeah. Um. And it's your storm cloud is made up of little molecules that drift up over time, and you know it's basically changing the the climate in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when you're happy, you know that's when the sun's shining. Uh, there's not many of those bad things up in your brain. Um. So pain is kind of. Pain is tied into that whole storm cloud climate in your brain. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. It's kind of saying, like, the world is a scary place right now. Like, yeah. you're injured, don't do... You know, be more timid. Have more anxiety. Like, don't Be scared do, of more things. Right. Don't do not do crazy things that might get you hurt again. Like, you know... That's why back pain is so tough to deal with. Yeah. Like, you're scared to do everything. Yeah. You're scared to pick things up. You're scared to tie your shoes. You're yeah, scared to... Go for a walk. You're scared to go, you know, go for a run. And, um, and then that really ties back into... like the more limited you are, the more depressed you're going to get. Yeah. Um, Because human, especially as if you're an athlete. Oh yeah. Who's
0: used to using your body for whatever you want to use it for.
1: Right. And like, it's, it's scary being pain in pain. Yeah. And it can really, it can really trap you in the cycle of like, I'm hurt. I can't move. Yeah. And now I can't deal with the pain because I can't move.
0: Yeah. Um, So you kind of just end up in a, a wallowing state.
1: Right. So pain is, Pain is progressively changing the weather in your brain. Yeah, towards the cloudy, the dark, the shit weather.
0: Yeah, Philadelphia weather. Yeah, <laughs>
1: the, the current Philadelphia weather. Yeah, or Seattle. Yeah, or whatever you want. Yeah. Um. So, so that's the best explanation that I've ever heard. And does pain have? I mean,
0: obviously, it has the ability to change your body. Oh yeah. Um. Is that? I'm guessing that's another neurological response. Just oh yeah, ch- up, changing your movement patterns to compensate for this
1: perceived threat. That's exactly what it is. Cool. That's exactly what it is. It's, you know, you get hurt and you want to avoid getting hurt again. Mm-hmm. It's threat perception. So you're saying stay away from getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, don't if, cut that way on the field again. Exactly. If you're, if say you rolled your ankle a yeah. bunch of times, keep weight off that ankle. Yeah. Don't do that. Like you said, don't do that cut in the field that got yeah. hurt last time. Because, you know, like that was bad. I,
0: yeah, it's going to be bad again. Yeah,
1: you're going to get injured again so that's how it kind of changes your body and if you don't if you don't unlearn pain then your body's gonna stay that way yeah you know um
0: so back to injury and depression have there been any studies like conclusively linking the two i mean obviously we all know somebody who was super active got injured and then got pretty depressed until it was not either healed or dealt with, for lack of a better term. Right.
1: I i don't know off of the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that might be thing where they don't
1: even need to do a study to prove it. Well, the, the funny thing about science is that they'll do, like, the most obvious studies and spend, like, thousands, yeah. and you're by the end of the study, you're just like, dude, I already... Like, yeah, like, is my, it
0: cold in December? <laughs> yeah, like, a five-year-old could have told you that. Yeah. Uh, hey, gotta get that funding,
1: man. Yeah. So, I don't know if there has been a study on it, but I don't see wouldn't even be a reason to right like obviously yeah you know pain sucks
0: yeah um so what are the most common ways that the the scientific medical community deals with pain that are counterproductive to actually dealing with pain
1: so they deal with pain as
0: like you said i mean like like you said earlier we we've missed we haven't had a misconception of the origin of pain for a long time. So I would imagine right. a lot of that misconception is bled over into the treatment of it.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's still, it's so archaic, but the funniest thing about pain science is that it's really two or 3000 years old.
0: Yeah. Cause well, humans have always been in pain.
1: Well, no, what, what does it come from? Like what the, the research that's coming out now. So a yogi or a monk could have told you two or 3000 years ago. Yeah. That's how far behind some of our sciences are. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this picture from Tiananmen Square where the monk lights himself on fire and just and sitting he's, there he's sitting there meditating.
0: Yeah, well, like, was he a monk? I thought he was just a regular dude.
1: He might have been a regular, yeah, dude. I don't know, but he, like, he figured out pain, yeah, that pain isn't really a, a body state, yeah, it's, it's a, a, a mind state, it's almost a mental choice of awareness. Right. Like that dude, that dude had it figured out, but he figured yeah. figure it out from a research study in the, he, yeah. He's the meditated fork. for years. Right. People have known this for thousands of years. Yeah. Pain is an illusion. Yeah. It's, it's a signal from your brain. It's not, um, it's not like a real tangible thing. Yeah. Like you don't have to feel pain from an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's the first step, like acknowledging that. And it's tough. Like as a patient or right. as someone who's in pain to say like, like we're not saying that's not real, but we're saying there's something you can do about that. Yeah, like you you can make a choice and yeah. start to reel your pain change your perception a little bit and right. But it's scary. Yeah, because it's like you know you're gonna have to start using that body part again, man. Yeah, you're gonna have to start.
0: Yeah, it's it. it's uh, that is, and that is funny because just from a a strictly physical point of view, you only see people get over injuries from using the injured body part.
1: Uh, You know, like exactly
0: how many people do you know that can't squat at all? And then you have them deep squat and they're terrified and they fall over and they do it Mm -hmm. for a week and they feel better than they've ever done before in their life. Pain clears up. Yeah. Uh, and I think the, the, like you touched on the fear of re-injury is a massive component of it. Oh yeah. Especially, I mean, you see, you obviously see it in professional athletes, you know, Mm -hmm. the basketball player tears his ACL, Comes back the next season, plays like crap because mm-hmm. he's not confident in anything, but after just com- being repetitive in the motion, the year after he's back to being his normal self Yeah. or the running back, like Adrian Peterson two years ago or right. whatever, came back in a horrible season and then beat his son and had a great, <laughs> or whatever happened yeah, and yeah. had a great follow-up season. Yeah. And I think that manifests itself a lot more in just the your everyday Joe Right. You know, so how many people do you know that tell you they can't run because of a knee injury? Oh, yeah. Or they can't They can't do, X, do y, what because Z. of an, an injury? And uh, right. so for my personal injury history, is not very long at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like we talked about my ligament, uh, my shoulder ligament thing, which is, I, like I said, I don't even really consider it an injury. It's just something I have to spend extra time warming up and right. be a little more conscious of when I'm, right. form-wise, when I'm lifting. Right. Um, it's never actually hindered me from lifting at all. Right. Or doing anything I want to do, it's just mm-hmm. something that's there. But um I've had a few ankle injuries from mm-hmm. soccer, not rolling it like impact injuries, getting a foot through it or something. And right. all the times I was over it within three to four weeks because I mm-hmm. just kept walking on. It. Kept walking on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then tested it, and if it felt bad, I would pull back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, don't know. I guess I guess rub some dirt on it does have some benefits. Yeah. that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Um, anything you think people should look into? Any any recommended reading? So, you know, I, just, I assume that this these concepts are going to be very new to people. Yeah. Especially people who are, like you said, older than us, and you right. know, these are right, right, right. These concepts have been ingrained it, in them their entire it's, lives. It's
1: still not. It's still not accepted.
0: No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. It will. But it will neither be. are we, and we
1: still have a podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh so david butler is the guy you can youtube him he's got some good lectures is he
0: a professor somewhere i'm guessing
1: he's he's from like melbourne
0: oh that makes sense Um, i like the aussies he's a a kooky
1: australian i like the aussies uh, great he's great and then he has a book called explain pain Mm -hmm. and that's definitely worth reading um Andrea uh, Spina kind of touches on this stuff, too, doesn't he? A little bit. He's a little bit yeah. of a hippie, though. I, I would stick with it.
0: Honestly, yeah. David Butler is the only person I can think That's of. That's fine. You only need one <laughs> third source. Uh,
1: yeah. And, you know, he's got great stuff.
0: And any recommendations for people who aren't necessarily in, like, legitimate hospital pain but just have kind of chronic, uncomfortable pain? Yeah, like back pain. Yeah, like, back like back you know. Um, I Everyone would... has something that hurts or knows somebody who has something that they're always right. complaining about. Right.
1: I would, like this is where it gets really tough because if you go to say like an orthopedist or mm-hmm. something like that, or a lot of physical therapists are still doing this where they're just going to talk to you the whole time about the injury in your body. Yeah. When you don't really need to hear that as much as you need to hear like, Hey dude, this is going to be fine. Like yeah. W- one of the things that I stress to people is that the human body is ridiculously yeah. resilient. It's kind of like I, a healing machine. Like you literally heal yourself. Yeah. It's not, it's kind of like Wolverine and X-Men. Yeah. You literally heal yourself. Yeah. Uh, as long as Without like, doing you're, anything. Yeah. So it's like ridiculous. Uh, so like, you know, the human body is so, so incredibly, uh, resilient. Yeah. And strong. And, and uh, so is the human mind. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So if, if you're in pain, know that, first of all, it's going to be all right. Um, then seek seek help from someone who is going to tell you how to overcome yeah. either the pain or the injury. not just compensate for the pain, not just compensate or tell you like oh you're going to feel this for us yeah you know that's complete BS
0: yeah um so I guess on my end I will end with a Louis C K bit where he he said he hurt his ankle and he was like he's 40 years old so he goes to the doctor and says hey doc my ankle it just it's been hurting me a lot lately. What kind? He says, "Oh, I'll write you a prescription for three hundred milligrams of Advil a day." And he goes, "Okay, but like, what do I do to make my ankle be better?" He goes, "Oh no, that's it. Like, that's just the way your ankle is now. That's just what you do. See ya." And it seems like a lot of injuries are like that because, like I said, I know so many people who refuse to try physical activity because right. of a past injury, even right. if it's like you know, it's that TV character during Christmas time. The movie's like, "Oh, I can't go out and play football with the kids because of an old ball injury." And it's right. I, I, I've never bought into that. And I, like I said, I don't know the science like you do. I don't, I barely know the science at all. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it, I feel some some validation for my upbringing now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good, good.
0: Um, are you, do you have anything on your website people should check out in regards to this? I, I know I, you do. I have an article
1: on it. It's called How
0: to Deal with Pain. Uh, should you Just go to your website and search for that. That's right. All right. I have nothing like this, but I'm going <laughs> to copy and paste Henry's and claim I wrote it. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, We will be back next week or in a couple days, whatever, whenever we post this.
1: Bye-bye.